pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Hello, Grinders, and welcome back to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here to break down the slate for you guys. Hopefully, you had an awesome and fun all-star break. Uh, it was definitely, uh, you know, it was a little bit of a tiring one for me. I kind of did a lot during it, but uh, it definitely was fun. Uh, nice to take a break from baseball for a little bit, but I'm ready to get back at it. It should be a really nice second half, and then we got football coming, basketball, you know, that that, that uh, awesome time in like October, November, uh, December is not too far away. So get excited for that when we got all of the sports going on uh, during the year. So well, before we do that, let's talk about Fantasy Draft, our sponsor, a little bit. Uh, if you haven't signed up for Fantasy Draft, head on over and do that. Use the code GRINDERS. Uh, you should be able to get a promo from that. And, uh, you know, check out the site. Fantasy Draft is an awesome place to play at where you can get, you know, you don't have to play your catchers, don't have to play your shortstops, right? You can play any position that you want. They have uh, infielders, outfielders, utilities, so many different ways to go. And you play two pitchers over there. So head on over, sign up for, for Fantasy Draft now uh, and enter some contests. All right, well, let's start going and talking about the slate, guys. Again, uh, it's, you know, for first one back, I don't love the pitching like I thought I would, but there's there's some decent options that we can obviously talk about. It's not like it's an absolute dumpster fire, right? It's a Friday. We have a lot of games. So let's go. Let's dive right in and talk about it. First game up, San Diego Padres, Philadelphia Phillies. We have an eight total here. And uh, yeah, this is kind of a game where I think Arietta is kind of intriguing when I look more and more on him. Arietta gets a matchup against a, a Padres team that can strike out a ton, right? That's one thing that plays in his favor. My one worry is Arietta over the last 30 days has definitely had some struggles. Uh, his hard hit percentage is up from 29.7% to 45.9%. I mean, that's a 16.2% uh, bump. That's that's a lot. The five ball percentage is at 6.6. That's obviously a little bit of a concern as well. So uh, I want to like Arietta, right? It's the Brady's against the Padres, even though he has, you know, a 4.02 exit, which is solid. The K percentage is only 17%. And you look at this Padres team, you kind of think, okay, like, uh, where are the Ks then? But they, they strike out a ton. That's obviously something that's going to help us out uh, against you know, against uh, all hitters right here with the lineup they have, it's at 23.7% K percentage. So uh, obviously this lineup, they will strike out for Arietta. Uh, the just problem is, is Arietta's last 30 days, he has had his struggles. I'm a little worried here. Uh, Vegas isn't as much worried as I would be. Uh, it's going to be wind blowing out the left, 80 degrees. It, it, Padres get a ballpark bump from going from San Diego to Philadelphia. Like, it's weird. I want to like Arietta. You know, you see it on paper and you think you want to like it. But look in the last 30 days and just the, the bump in the hard hit percentage, I'm slightly worried. Uh, I do think he's someone that's like in my pool that I'm considering right now. You know, if I'm making 150 lineups, I think I'm going to have Arietta in the pool and get a little bit of percentage. Don't know how much yet. Uh, but he could be one of those guys that if the Vegas total climbs throughout the day on the Padres, I get a little concerned and uh, fall off on. But I do like his price. I do think that's uh, obviously something to look at. Like, 8 5k he's in that mid-tier range 15.9k on fantasy draft i think he's someone that you uh you know have to be considering in the sb2 but you have your concerns from the you know what's been going on recently with him 
So about Clayton Richard now a little bit, and I do think this is a spot where we just stay away from Richard and maybe look at some Phillies bats. I have interest against the righties mainly. Uh, I'm going to look at a guy like a Reese Hoskins. Uh, you know, he's going to be someone I really think is a good shot at hitting one out tomorrow. I'll like him. If you can get Trevor Plouffe as a value play, uh, again, I, I get it. Trevor Plouffe isn't the greatest baseball player, but, uh, you know, Fandle, you can get him for 2K. So, uh, obviously, that's where the value is extreme. Like, 3.6 on DraftKings. I feel like I can find better plays uh, in 7.4 on Fantasy Draft. But Fandle, there's a little bit of a value there. Uh, Carlos Santana, he's cheap on Fandle at 2.9. So, he's someone to consider. And if you get Kingery, uh, you know, in the 5-hole, that's obviously a little bit of value that we can get at 2.6K on Fandle. Uh, on DraftKings, we have 3.2. And then uh, Fantasy Draft, 6.6. So, I think some of these Phillies bats are interesting. Not my favorite spot. Uh, you know, to, to play guys, but I do think we can pick some guys uh, here and there against Richard. Let's go on to the next game. We have the Atlanta Braves, the Washington Nationals. This is an eight total here with Anibal Sanchez going against Steven Strasburg. And normally I'm someone that's like, okay, Steven Strasburg's on the mound. He's one of the aces. I want to fire him up. But coming off the DL, I don't know. I'm a little concerned. I don't want to, I, I just don't like taking guys in their first start back. I just have to worry about, uh, you know, how long is he going to go, especially against a team like the Braves. They don't strike out a ton. That's obviously something you have to worry about, too. So uh, I think I'm taking the wait-and-see approach with Strasburg. Uh, 10K on Fanduel for him, 10.3 on DraftKings, and then uh, 19.5K. If it was, like, maybe a 7- or 8-game slate, I'd maybe have to consider him more. But on a 15-game slate, I think I can find ways around him. Despite how well Anibal Sanchez has been this year, you know, he's been a lot better than we've expected. I'm probably not going to play him again, obviously, against the Washington Nationals. This is not a spot where I want to be targeting, uh, you know, these Nationals bats. Uh, sure, Sanchez is a 23.6 uh, strikeout percentage, which is only a 7.2% walk rate. You know, the 3.72 XFIP is, is phenomenal. He, he's just been really good keeping the ISO down against righties. It's it's a 162 and against lefties 142 which is he's been really good um if i'm taking a deep tournament dart throw i guess in the mid-tier you could take a shot but i wouldn't go crazy with him right no one's gonna play him so if you play him you can probably get like a couple percentages and you're you're overweight there but uh i am concerned about this nationals team right they're, they're a good hitting offense they have a lot of good lefties in that lineup that that would have me concerned so uh yeah i just wouldn't go too crazy with him but i do like some of these nationals as one-offs right uh bryce harper uh, who knows narrative street after that big uh you know home run derby victory i know people normally are not as good after the home run derby but that's like one of those like uh one of those uh things that are talked about it's a narrative that people say i don't know how true it is and how not true it is but uh yeah uh harper uh, obviously off the home run derby win he could have his struggles in the second half but we'll see uh how it all plays out but i still like harper here like soto really like the lefties uh, adam eaton could be a good value too at the top I don't love too much in this game. I don't think it's a game I'm getting a lot of exposure to. But let's go to the next one now. We got the New York Mets, the New York Yankees, 8.5 total. Noah Syndergaard and Domingo German. And uh, I do think this is a good spot for German. Uh, again, this Mets offense stinks. Uh, you know, over the All-Star break, they didn't just magically get better. Uh, they are still not a good offense. Uh, I do think this is a spot we can take some shots on German. 7K on FanDuel, 8.1K on DraftKings, and 16.1K on Fantasy Draft. I think targeting German here is a good idea. Uh, I think he's a solid starting pitcher uh, option. Uh, it's just really telling. Noah Syndergaard, he's a uh, he's a plus one forty six uh, underdog to uh, to Domingo German, which is crazy to think. Uh, you know, if I told you that at the start of the year, you would call me nuts. So uh, obviously Syndergaard, you know, coming back from the injury, obviously still working his way back a little bit. And it's the Yankees' offense too, right? Uh, really talented offense. 
Uh, I do think Syndergaard's an interesting tournament play, right? Uh, the strikeout upside that he has is immense, right? No one doubts how much how he can get a ton of strikeouts. But, uh, you know, against the Yankee team, we, we see them against right-handers have their struggles too. If they do struggle, right? If, uh, you know, let's say Stanton and Judge are struggling at the plate, uh, if they become holes in the lineup, that just makes his team not as great. And on top of that, once you start getting those strikeouts on those two, I mean, uh, there's just so much strikeout upside in this lineup, uh, right? So I do think it's interesting as a tournament play. If you want to take a shot on it, uh, you know, look at what Jamino's ownership is and then make the decision if you want to be overweight, underweight, how you want to approach it. But I do think he could be an interesting tournament option. But I like Domingo German a lot more. Uh, he's a really good option. Also worth noting, no Syndergaard's price. I didn't talk about it, but 9.8K on FanDuel, 9.3K on DraftKings, and 17.6K on uh, Fantasy Draft. In tournaments, it's really worth considering, guys. So uh, don't don't miss out on that. I think it's uh, worth talking about. And the weather's kind of down, too, in that game. Uh, it's 77.7 uh, 70, degrees. Uh, wind looks like it's not blowing in 12 miles an hour yet, but uh, I don't know. It's going to be blowing in 12 uh a little bit, not not all the way in, but in a little and enough. So uh, yeah, worth noting. And this game is in Yankee Stadium too. So uh, obviously uh, another thing, uh, ballpark downgrade for a guy like Syndergaard. Let's talk about the next game. We got the Baltimore Orioles. We got the Toronto Blue Jays. We got Dylan Bundy and Sam Gaviglio. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Bundy, I'm just surprised, right? When I looked at this game, I didn't like, I kind of jumped when I saw the line. I was like, why are the Blue Jays 4.85, uh, you know, run total with minus 140 favorites against Gaviglio? I kind of thought that this would be different. So, uh, a little shocked by that, but uh, I guess with the Manny Machado trade, uh, I guess uh, Vegas is just like saying, this Orioles lineup stinks. It doesn't matter. Uh, whatever they throw out there, it's going to be ugly. And yeah, it's definitely an ugly lineup. I mean, take Machado out there. It's Beckham, Scope, Jones, Trumbo, Davis, Valencia, Mancini, Cisco, and Peterson. I mean, it is not looking too pretty. Uh, I do think at Sam Gaviglio's price, I think in tournaments, uh, we could take a shot on him in cash games if you need a cheap SB2 to make things work and get the bats. I don't hate it. I think, uh, you know, the more and more I'm thinking about it without Machado, it just... Uh, I, I, and I, you know, kind of said, uh, you know, once Machado got traded, all right, uh, who's the worst lineup? Orioles or the Mets? I mean, they're both pretty bad. So, yeah, I do think Gaviglio is going to be in play here. He's 5.5K on FanDuel, 6.9K on uh, DraftKings, and 13.9K on Fantasy Draft. So I think we need to consider him a little bit here. Uh, because again, Vegas is uh, thinking the same, you know, they're thinking, uh, maybe not the same thing I was thinking. Uh, I thought it a couple days ago, but not in this spot. I was just kind of you know, shocked to see Bundy is like such a dog, but uh, it makes more sense without Machado in the lineup. But uh, yeah, so Bundy, he's a guy I, I like playing, uh, but against the Blue Jays, I think I'm going to pass here in this spot. I just think there's uh, better guys in the mid tier that have already uh, kind of, you know, some that I've talked about and some that I will talk about that I'd rather take some shots on. So I don't think I'll have too much Bundy. Maybe I'll have a percentage here and there, but uh, just not a guy that I want to be all over here. Uh, but if you want to take some bats, I, I don't mind going the Curtis Granderson route. I think he's perfectly fine. Smoke and Solarte. Again, I kind of keep it simple with the Blue Jays. I don't really stack them up all the way. I, I normally just take a shot on a couple guys at the top of the lineup, and that's really the approach I've been taking this season. It's gone well so far. Next game up, we got the uh, Boston Red Sox, the Detroit Tigers. We got David Price and Matt Boyd. This is an 8.5 total. And, uh, you know, the Tigers, they've been good against left-handed pitching this season. And uh, we got a lefty here. But Vegas kind of disagrees with what I was thinking. I was thinking more of like a, you know, 4, 4.1 total for Price. But, uh, you know, the Tigers are currently at 3.59. Uh, give him Price a little bit more respect than I was thinking. 
For some reason right now, the plate IQ2 is not loading. I was kind of hoping to look up, uh, you know, what was kind of going on with Price because I know he's had his struggles. And I want to see the advanced numbers, but I kind of can't get that up right now. But uh, I'm curious what Vegas is seeing that I'm not seeing because I don't like playing uh, lefties against the Tigers. Uh, I think the price is appealing on uh, David Price. You get him for 8K, 14.9K, uh, and uh, 8.4K. Uh, that one's not FanDuel. The first one's on DraftKings. The second one's on Fantasy Draft. So, uh, yeah, I do think the price is uh, interesting and appealing against a team that's not that great. But, again, they've hit lefties pretty well this season. It's a pretty righty-heavy lineup. Has me concerned. So, uh, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know what I'm doing with Price, right? There's always, I feel like, at least one spot that I'm kind of confused at early in the day. And this this is the one spot I'm, I think I'm confused with because I don't understand what's going on with the Tigers here. Uh, why they're getting as much, you know, they're they're just they have such a low total because uh, I'd be worried. Uh, I, I really think that the Tigers, they've been hitting lefties pretty well for most of the season. I think it's a spot where I don't hate you know, I don't hate maybe, uh, you know, just letting some other people play price and hope that he, uh, he fails again. He struggled this year, but it's something, uh, pull up the plate IQ guys, look at the premium reports, go to recent trends and kind of like dig in and see what he's done the last 30 days. Cause I think that's really important. And I just can't get it up right now. Uh, there's an issue with it, uh, on our end. So, but again, I do think price is a guy that I'm going to consider cause it, you know, if throughout the day, things just keep trending say the total keeps going down, I kind of have to consider him. So, uh, but I'm, I'm hoping that the total just kind of, uh, goes up and uh it gives me the reason to believe that me and vegas are in sync on some things but all right uh now let's talk about matt boyd a little bit here and uh i do think this is a spot where hey if you want the red Sox, you can definitely play them i think it makes sense it just depends do you have the money to spend on the red Sox offense right uh i think i'll be playing steve pierce i think he's one guy i want to get some exposure to if i can get him for a good price tag i will definitely be playing him against the lefty he's one of the guys that has been a little bit cheaper than the others uh at least recently so that's a good source of value on this team so is nunez but again the rest of these guys are pretty pricey pretty expensive so uh yeah all in all if you want to play the Red Sox just know that you have to pay for them and uh, it's definitely going to be tough to get in like uh, some top tier pitching with them you're going to have to find some other spots to save next game up Miami Marlins Tampa Bay Rays seven and a half total here and here's a pitcher I like a lot uh, and again it's maybe not the spot I, I love but uh, it's Nathan Avaldi against Dan Straley and uh, yeah it's the Marlins offense and it seems like against the Marlins this year hasn't been the most successful spot to target but uh, I do think this is a good spot for Avaldi. They have a pretty righty-heavy lineup. Uh, you know, I get it. Sure, it's it, the you know you got guys like Real Muto who's been hitting the ball well, and Bohr and Dietrich, and this team doesn't strike out a ton, right? Uh, I don't think we don't have what's his name projected in the lineup who gets a lot of K's. Uh, I'm blanking on his name. Oh yeah, Lewis Brinson. Uh, we don't have him in the lineup for at least projected right now. But I do think that this is a spot where of all these interesting. Vegas agrees, 3.2 for implied total. Father's a minus 171 favorite. Of all these, been pretty good recently. Uh, I do think this is a spot where taking shots on Evaldi is a good idea. Uh, I'm gonna be overweight on him, I believe, in tournaments. And then uh, I consider him in cash games too. Uh, price on FanDuel Fan 7.2k. On DraftKings, 8.2, and then uh, Fantasy Draft, 15.8K. So I think he's a really interesting uh, pitching option to get some exposure to today. Dan Straley, I will pass on. Uh, I don't think this is a spot I want to really be targeting. Uh, it is worth knowing this is in Tampa Bay, so we don't have to worry about is the roof open in Miami, is it not? Uh, obviously, it's a good pitcher's park, too, and with all these games that normally have hot weather. Uh, we don't have as much hot weather as normal uh, today, but uh, I do think that there is uh, some, obviously, out there that we'll get to and talk about. But uh, Evaldi is someone that I think uh, getting this a nice little ballpark is always good to have. So, uh, yeah, I like him. And Straley, fly ball guy, uh, 
I get if you wanted to play him, but I'm just not really a Dan Straley guy. Uh, and I do worry about some of these raised bats, right? These lefties like Jake Bowers. Uh, I, I definitely think he's got a, he's a good candidate to hit one out. If you get G-Man Choi in there in the five hole, he could be an interesting uh, source of value. Kevin Kiermaier towards the top. And CJ Cron, he's been crushing the ball. So I do think that those guys are definitely interesting. Could be a, a nice mini stack today. Next game up, Pittsburgh Pirates, Cincinnati Reds, nine total here. We have Jamison Tyon and Tyler Malley. And uh, yeah, this game is going to have some weather, I believe, too. So that's something to note. But uh, this is in uh, Great American Small Park. And if we're not worrying about weather and just breaking down the game normally, uh, I do think this is a spot to look at some bats. Uh, I I would normally be like, hey, I like Tyon. He's a guy I like a lot. I'm kind of you know, buying him in the future when I can play him in spots, uh, you know, against offenses that strike out a ton, I want to play him, but I do worry about him in this ballpark and with that lineup, they can get pretty lefty heavy, right? Scooter, Jeanette, Vado, uh, you know, they have Winker, Suarez has been phenomenal, uh, Tucker Barnhart, they can just get pretty lefty heavy. One thing to note about Suarez too, just to like talk about how good he's been, I saw like numbers on Twitter over the All-Star break. He has like the same exact numbers as Manny Machado since the start of 2017. So that just like puts into perspective how good of a hitter he is. And, uh, you know, righties, lefties, it really doesn't matter for him. And again, like when you have a, this team can get pretty lefty heavy. It can get concerning, uh, especially in this small ballpark. So uh, I'm not going to play Tyon. I do think a red stack is sort of kind of interesting just for some, uh, you know, very low, uh, you know, very low uh, percentage. I think, uh, you know, you have to get and I think they could be a really interesting stack that could really go off in this small ballpark if this game plays as usual, though. Tyler Malley, he's someone that I kind of want to uh, discuss a little bit. He has had struggles this season. He is someone that I think that we can target. And uh, these Pirates bats, they're going out of Pittsburgh. They're going into this small ballpark. This is definitely a very interesting spot. Looking at some numbers on Malley, sure, the exit uh, 4.18 and uh, 22.3 uh, strikeout percentage. You look at that and you say, okay, that's that's fine. Uh, it's actually not as bad as you'd think when I'm talking about, about him. But the hard hit percentage, 48.3% uh, against lefties. Against righties, 35.5%. And then and it's funny, right? Against righties, for some reason, he's just really good, really, really good at suppressing the ISO. It's 0.096, uh, and the Woba is 2.68. That's against righties. You look at lefties, four, uh, 0.401 uh, Woba and a 279 ISO. This is a spot that hopefully the Pirates manager is watching. He gets Austin Meadows in there. He just loads up on the lefties, right? Give me Dickerson, Polanco, Morant, Josh Bell. If they put more off in there, sure, I like him if Meadows in there. I'm just going to play the lefties. I'll do a full lefty stack. I'll just keep the righties off. Uh, I might even X him out. I guess you don't have to X him out because if you think Malley's going to get blown up, then you get some bullpen guys and obviously get righties in there is, an, is a nice way, to, you know, nice way to be different with your Pirates stacks, but I feel like not a lot of people are going to play the Pirates anyways and you're fine but i'm gonna load up on the lefties this is a phenomenal spot against malley and uh, i don't want to miss out on a lefty home run that goes down with the pirates lineup so love that stack today in great american small park uh, i will be getting some exposure if the game goes with the weather next game up got the cleveland indians texas rangers nine and a half total here and so I want to like Trevor Bauer, right? Uh, he's a guy I've had a bias through throughout the year, and I just need to like wash his bias off. But it's in 104 degree weather in Texas. That's hot. Uh, you know, obviously it's better for the hitters. And I, I normally like lefty uh, lefties going up against the Rangers rather because uh, you know a lot of the a lot of the good uh, lefty hitters on a lot of the good hitters on the Rangers are lefties, right? Those are the guys that I uh, you know fear if you if you force me to pick. So uh, I don't know. I I want to play Bauer. I, I don't know. I just don't really have 
this strong desire to and I feel like I'm like living more in the mid tier with some pitchers and I think it's a better route to go today and I can get in some bats too so uh I'm obviously in this game 104 degree weather I kind of want to pay up for some Indians so uh I guess I'm gonna pass on Bauer uh you know if I have the money and and I could pay for him. I don't hate it because, again, the strikeout upside is uh, big against the Rangers, but it is hot out there. It has me a little concerned. But uh, I do think we game stacking this game up is not a bad idea. Uh, you know, this Indians bullpen is not good. So obviously, if, uh, you know, Bauer can have some struggles early on and we can get the bullpen a little early, that could obviously be big for Rangers offense. We can get some at-bats for them. So uh, if you want to, like, do, like, a 5-3, you know, play five Indians, play three Rangers game stack of this game. I wouldn't hate it, but uh, I don't love the Ranger side of the ball, and there's no one that's really jumping off that I'm loving. Uh, maybe like a Sinchu Chu because he's just a really great hitter, uh, but I'm going to kind of uh, you know, do my best to stay away from the Rangers' bats, I think. One set of bats I will not be staying away from are the Cleveland Indians. This is a phenomenal spot. I'm going to do my best to pay up for these guys. I mean, one through four, Lindor, Brantley, Ramirez. Love them. Uh, you know, can't say enough about how good they are. I want to be overweight on all those guys. They're getting Martin Perez, uh, obviously a lefty that, uh, you know, can struggle a ton. Uh, there's going to be some value on this team. I think we're going to get possibly Brandon Geyer at the five hole and Raja Davis in the six hole for uh, very cheap price tags around the industry. We can get him for 2K on uh, FanDuel for both those guys. Then you see you got, uh, let's see, 3.3K on DraftKings, 3.6K uh, for Davis. And then you get Geyer 6.8 and Davis 7.7. So again, really nice price tags on these guys. Uh, the only thing that's like kind of I'm a little concerned about on like a site like FanDuel is you can only play four Rangers, right? Or not Rangers, uh, Indians, or just not even Indians, just bats in general. You can only play four bats. So like if I play Geyer and Davis together, sure, the 2K uh, price is really nice. But uh, on top of that, I uh, I only get two more Rangers to throw in there. Or sorry, not Rangers, Indians. I don't know why I keep saying Rangers, but uh, you get what I'm saying. Uh, it kind of is a little opportunity cost if you play both of them. But I think uh, adding one of them in your stack's not a bad route. Even in cash games, it's not a bad route. And uh, there's a good chance I kind of, uh, you know, play four Indians in cash games today if I can. Hopefully, we'll have to see how my uh, roster ends up uh, ends up going because uh, I want to load up on Indians. This is a phenomenal spot. Also, it looks like we have Milky Cabrera in there who could be an interesting value too. Cheap price around the industry. Roberto Perez, uh, really cheap too. Eric Gonzalez, really cheap. So as you can see, uh, if you want to you know, play uh, three of the guys at the top and then maybe mix in two of the cheap guys, maybe that helps you get a big pitcher. There's a lot of interesting ways to, do, to make this Indians lineup, I think, today uh, if we get the projected lineup that we have on Roto Grinders. So uh you know load up on indians 104 degree weather against a bad pitcher looks like a great spot here next game up los angeles dodgers milwaukee brewers we got rich hill against wade miley and uh yeah i kind of like this spot for rich hill uh i have no vegas total on it i uh, don't know why but uh rich hill's been a guy uh, i've been uh you know playing a little bit recently he's 8k on fandle 8.6k on DraftKings, and 16.9k on fantasy draft I'm a big Rich Hill fan right now. I'm going to keep riding him out, I think. Uh, the bats that I normally worry about are the lefties, right? So that's obviously something that's going to be good. I, know I worry about Yellich, Shaw, and uh, Thames. It doesn't look, you know, Thames has been dealing with an injury, so we're going to have him in there. Sure, I'm a little worried about Jesus Aguilar, uh, who's been crushing the ball, and Lorenzo Kane, but you know, we're not going to get through, we're not going to be able to you know, get everything our way, right? Uh, but the bottom of the lineup is pretty ugly, too. Hernan Perez, sure, he hits lefties pretty decently, but, uh, you know, Tyler Sal Ladino, Eric Kratz, and Keon Broxton. It's just not a pretty Brewers lineup. Sure, the ballpark doesn't play into his favor going from Los Angeles to Milwaukee, but I do think Rich Hell is an interesting play in your cash games and your tournament.
tournaments, and I'm definitely going to be considering him. Uh, speaking of the ballpark not being great for you know pitchers, uh, it could be good for the hitters. And uh, with Wade Miley on the bump, this could be a good spot to look at some of these uh, righties on the Dodgers. First of all, you know Manny Machado, if you have the money for a uh, first game uh, narrative, does he hit a dong on the first at bat for the new team? Might, but uh, I think this uh, lineup is getting pretty nice right now when you add Machado in. Uh, our projected lineup on Rotogrounder is like Chris Taylor. Love him at the top. Enrique Hernandez against the lefty should it be in a good spot too. Manny Machado, obviously love him. Matt Kemp in the four hole, solid spot. Uh, Max Muncy, you know, he used to be hitting a higher line. Now we get him to the five hole. We get Logan Forsyth to the six hole. Bellinger used to be a guy who was hitting five. Now he's hitting seven. And Austin Barnes, this could be a cheap catching option if you need to play a catcher, and it could be a good spot. But all in all, this Dodgers lineup is in a phenomenal spot against Miley. Uh, I'm definitely going to look to target him. I think the Dodgers are a really good stack that I'm going to look to get overweight on. I think you should look to get overweight on against Miley. Uh, nice ballpark bump, too. Uh, just all in all, a spot that I want to play some uh, play some Dodgers here. Just a, something else to note about Miley. His is 17.6K percentage. His walk percentage is 17.6. That's obviously good, right? When you walk more batters, uh, that obviously leads to more opportunities for getting like, uh, you know, three run homers, uh, grand slams, and just, uh, sure, it's a small sample, but he's already given up a hard contact uh, in his uh, 40 at bats against righties at 64.3%, and against lefties at 66.7%. So uh, just something to note, uh, I do think this is a good spot for the Dodgers bats, and uh, it feels like a day I'm going to have a lot of Dodgers, but uh, we'll have to see uh, how things uh, shake up. Next game up, Minnesota Twins, Kansas City Royals, nine total here. Kyle Gibson, Danny Duffy, and uh, oh man, I, this is a game I just don't know what I really want to do with. It's 90 degrees, so that's obviously good in this Kansas City park. Uh, I do think this is a spot where Gibson, I just don't really play too much Gibson, and I just don't play too much uh, Royals. If you force me to play one Royal, I'll play Moustakis, but that's kind of it for me. I really don't want to go too crazy with this game. Uh, and then if you look at Danny Duffy, uh, that's the guy I'm looking to target a little bit. Uh, he, he's been really up and down throughout the season. Uh, if I target anyone against Danny Duffy, it's just going to be probably Brian Dozier, right? Just get some exposure to him. We're not in August yet, but when August comes, we do know what happens with Brian Dozier. He's heated up at least the last two seasons, I remember. Specifically, uh, it might be three. I can't remember for sure, but uh, I mean, Dozier's crushed the ball in August. So uh, maybe he uh, you know, starts turning around. He always has a pretty good second half, though. It's typically been what he's done. So maybe he kicks it off with a bang against Duffy here in this spot so uh if I force me to take a one-off on this uh twins team uh he's the guy I would go I don't for some reason I don't love stacking up I know like the total's nice at 4.8 uh I don't know I'm just not like gravitating to the twins as much as I have in the past uh this season but uh, I get it if you want to play them if you like the twins go for it uh don't let me talk you off it but uh I'm just not loving them today I might have a little bit of exposure but not a crazy amount Next game up, San Francisco Giants, Oakland Athletics. This is Derek Rodriguez and Edwin, uh, I was about to say Edwin Carnacion, but it's Edwin Jackson. Uh, he is not a good pitcher. Derek Rodriguez, he's a guy, too, that we can target a little bit here. Uh, I just don't love the ballpark, right, in Oakland. But Vegas is saying, uh, you know, nine total and not the greatest ballpark with not the greatest weather. I think they're expecting some runs to be scored. So, uh, you know, I'll look at probably, you know, Fowler, Jed Lowry, Olsen, and Davis, the typical guys on Oakland, right, the guys I normally play, I'll probably just look at the top and kind of call it a day and then if i look on the giants you know i'll look at steven duggar he's a pretty good uh prospect i think he's interesting brandon belt if you can get some exposure to him he's always obviously a really good hitter and then uh brandon crawford uh those are mainly the guys i look at i obviously throw mccutcheon in there too because mccutcheon's a good hitter so that one through four i look at with the giants but five through nine i really don't like any of the bats there uh so uh kind of keep it simple if you want to play these giants and uh a's go for it. just play the top of the order guys but uh you know i don't know it's just interesting to see uh, 
Vegas has this game in a nine total, and you just wouldn't think that with uh, it being in this park. And sure, the pitchers aren't great, but uh, I don't know. Uh, it's not the best ballpark for uh, him. But uh, all in all, I guess if you want to play this game, just play the top of the order, guys. But uh, I'm not going to go crazy with bats in this game. Next game up, Colorado Rockies, Arizona Diamondbacks. We don't have a total yet on this game, but we got German Marquez against Robbie Ray. This is a spot that I really like Robbie Ray, guys. Uh, I'm going to be all over him. Uh, sure, I do worry about the hard contact he's been giving up this season. I do worry about Nolan Arenado and Trevor Story. They can scare me, but uh, I do think there's a lot of strikeout upside. I do think at his price, uh, there's some value there. We get him 7.6K on FanDuel. We get him at uh, DraftKings. He's pretty nice too, 8.8K. And then Fantasy Draft, he is 7.2K. So I uh, have to like Ray here a little bit. He is someone that I'm definitely going to be getting some exposure to on this slate. So uh, Robbie Ray, cash game starts tournaments fire him up think this is a really good spot for him Jerry Marquez on the opposite side uh yeah he you know he's been good this season uh you know at least better than you expected I think with Marquez he's had his uh, ups and downs but I do think Marquez is a guy that we uh you know could take a shot on in tournaments is a good pitcher a pitcher's park in Arizona I think he's someone that we can definitely look to consider a little bit again not a guy I'm getting a lot of exposure to but I think he's someone to consider a little bit again look at the numbers 3.91 xfip uh, 23.3 k percentage Again, he's not in course field. That's obviously going to help him out. You know, he's had his struggles at times, you know, against lefties, giving up a 344, uh, you know, Woba against righties, 315. Sure, he has some problems here and there, but again, he pitches in course, right? That can obviously be a problem. But in this spot, I do think we can take some shots on him. Uh, and then you can take shots on a couple of Diamondbacks bats too, right? I, I think we take like, you know, maybe like a, a Peralta or a Lamb. Just really look at the lefties here. Uh, don't hate that. This uh, Diamondbacks lineup has gotten a little bit stronger. John Jay. Uh, Goldschmidt, Peralta, Pollock, Lamb, Marte, Descalso, Avila. Like, it's definitely a lot stronger Diamondbacks lineup. So it's obviously something to note, too. To be a little concerned about Marquez, but uh, I wouldn't hate it if you're looking for a cheap pitching option. But I've talked about a lot of these guys in the mid-tier, and there's probably some others I like, so I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if Marquez kind of fell out, uh, you know, throughout the day uh, of my projected players. But uh, I do think he's in play and someone to consider. But I love Robbie Ray. Uh, he's going to be a phenomenal play. And don't really like any of the bats in this game. Next game up, Houston Astros, Los Angeles Angels is an eight total with Dallas Keuchel against Tyler Skaggs. And uh, yeah, I think this is a spot to really like the pitching more than the hitting. Uh, you know, Skaggs, uh, he's had he's had a, a pretty solid year uh, this season. He's someone that it's just he's going up against, uh, you know, this Houston team. I don't know if I really want to target them up. But, uh, you know, if you look at the numbers, 3.48 exit for Skaggs, 25.8 K percentage. Walk rate is at 6.9%. Uh, he's been really good. So... Uh, I get if you want to take a shot on him, but uh, there's a lot of righties in this lineup, so obviously can be uh, a bit concerning. So uh, they also they're not striking out a ton at 17.8%. Uh, sure, Skaggs has been good, but it just feels like wrong matchup, wrong slate. So I'll probably end up staying away. I already talked about a lot of other mid-tier guys that I like. So uh, sorry, Tyler Skaggs, I'm a fan of you, but this just isn't the right slate for you. Uh, now let's talk about the opposite side, Dallas Keuchel. And, uh, you know, Keuchel, he's a good all-around pitcher, like really phenomenal, but uh, just the K upside is not as much there. Uh, looking at this Angels lineup, we have projected Fletcher, Simmons, Trout, Upton, Kinsler, Marte, Calhoun, Maldonado, and Blash. So if you look at this lineup, uh, you know, we got him projected at a 21.8 K percentage for uh, these hitters. 
if this lineup is ugly at the bottom, which it kind of has been a little ugly at the bottom recently, and if it is ugly, I don't hate Keuchel. I just the problem is that his K percentage is only at 17.8%. Uh, that's something I obviously worry about a little bit. He just doesn't get a ton of strikeouts, but uh, I think on this slate, if you want to play Keuchel, you could get away with it. Uh, it's not my favorite play on the board, but if you're feeling like he's a better, safer option, and it makes you feel better playing him rather than kind of uh, taking some shots on the other guys, but I do think he's going to do a good job of kind of getting through this game with only letting maybe a run here and there so uh that's obviously something to note uh i do like on the opposite i gotta talk about mike trout uh i'm a big mike trout fan the thing known about like mike trout is if you look at his plate iq and again mike trout he's a good hitter he can hit anything but if you throw him if you throw him anything like low uh the one thing i will note is uh there's the two spots low in the zone right in the middle part and the right part he absolutely crushes the ball the one part he does struggle is the inside one and that is where keiko puts it but uh you know sure keiko does put it a lot there but he does put it a lot in the other spots he just puts it mostly uh in that uh you know left spot he puts that 11.65 and then uh, the other ones uh it's 8.23 and then 7.59. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just look at the plate IQ. You can kind of tell where the ball is thrown by Keuchel. But uh, the, even though he throws it in the one spot a lot of the time, that doesn't mean that uh, he's going to get it there. And if he throws anything in the low in the zone, like uh, Trout is a good shot at mashing that thing out the park. So uh, I do like Trout. I uh, think if you want him as a one-off, go for it. I think uh, it's perfectly fine. Uh, but don't love too many bats in this game. More of a spot to look at some of the pitchers. Last game of this slate, we got the Chicago White Sox, Seattle Mariners. And this is an eight and a half total here. We got Wade LeBlanc against James Shields and uh, James Shields you know he is not a good pitcher uh, he's found a way to get it done this year though I will I will give him credit I don't know how he's pulled it off but he's found a way even with that uh, you know 4.92 xFIP and that uh, you know walk rate at 9.1 percent he's found a way to get it done enough uh, to uh, you know trick us a little but I do think these Mariners bats are in play uh, if you want to go with you know Seeger Cruz Hanniger Segura Gordon that one through five is pretty phenomenal I, I obviously wouldn't argue that uh, Vegas agrees with a 5.04 applied total for these guys we also don't see that too often in uh, Seattle so that's worth noting right just seeing a five total in Seattle is uh not, not that it's shocking but it's something that we don't get often so uh it's worth noting that Vegas is buying in on the Mariners on this slate so that's something to obviously consider here Let's talk about Wade LeBlanc now. Uh, you know, he's got a 4.19 XFIP this season. K percentage only at 18.1%. Walk rate at 5%. Uh, you know me, if you listen to my content, I'm normally someone that says, hey, when I can get a, uh, you know, spot to play uh, the White Sox against a lefty, I'm definitely interested. But I'm not as interested today. Uh, it just doesn't seem like the greatest spot against LeBlanc. You know, the ballpark's not the best. Uh, you know, if you want to take a shot on like an Anderson, if he's at the top of the lineup at shortstop for a good value, I wouldn't hate that. Or Jose Abreu, who's just too cheap, or Davidson. I, I guess I don't hate it as a cheap stack, but I don't know. I'm not loving it today. Uh, it's just not my typical, uh, you know, load up on the White Sox kind of day uh, against the lefty. So uh, you look also look at the numbers too on the plate IQ. Where LeBlanc has had his struggles against lefties rather than righties, so that obviously has me a little bit concerned. Sure, uh, the sample's small at 93 uh, plate appearances only against lefties, credited to some against righties but he's definitely been decent this year so i don't know i'm not really going crazy with targeting leblanc uh, in this game so uh but that about wraps up the slate before we get on out of here let's talk about a couple of my stacks that i really like today on today's slate 
Uh, and uh, we'll start it off with the Indians. That's obviously one to love. You guys know that, though. It kind of feels like a Coors-esque, uh, you know, Texas Texas uh, slate in Arlington. Just the heat is hot. Uh, definitely going to load up on some Indians. I think they're one of the better plays. But I do love the Dodgers, too. I think this is a phenomenal spot for the Dodgers. Uh, I'm going to look to get some exposure to them. I think they can get to uh, Miley a little bit early where we don't get that good bullpen, too, from the Brewers. Uh, and uh, who knows after those hater tweets. Are they going to even play hater? Uh, is he going to get, like, in trouble for that? Probably not. But uh, maybe he's in his own head, too and has some struggles as well uh, from all those uh, all-star break tweets that we saw. But uh, I do think Miley's definitely going to have struggles. We're going to get, uh, you know, we won't get the good bullpen uh, of the Brewers. So I do think this is a great spot to load up on Dodgers. First game with Manny Machado there, right? The, the team's going to be excited. Uh, definitely we'll kind of rally around that, I think, right? That good team uh, atmosphere. So uh, I, lo- I like the Dodgers too. They're another stack that I'm going to get some exposure to. But uh, thanks a lot for joining me, guys, on the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm going to get on out of here. See you guys later. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.